Kimberly here. This is Macabish, cults, classics, and horrors. We're talking films, series, books, and life, and we're starting right now. All right. Well, this is great. You know when I was waiting for you <laughs> to connect, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm contacting people on Instagram and asking for their phone number so I can talk to them. (laughs) And just realizing how kind of completely sleazy that is. (laughs) And also, I kind of feel like a catfish. (laughs) Just just a little bit. (laughs) You got anybody creeped out yet? Like, uh, I don't know. Expected it, but y'all, man, horror fans, y'all, please, y'all, not scared. We're not scared. <laughs> like, yeah, you want my number? Here you go. Want to talk? Yep, sure do. Let's talk. Well, the Which thing is, like, most <laughs> most of us, I assume, would be like me, where we talk to you in the DMs and everything, and and we see all your posts, and we know you're cool. So, right. But yeah, I know. But I, it, it just occurred to me. I'm like, this is some. This should be a scary movie. <laughs> And it should end badly. <laughs> I, uh, that would be awesome. Well, I mean, it's good, though, because, I mean, like, especially for a lot of people, because I was listening to a few of the episodes uh, the other night, and um, I can't remember the guy's name that was on there, but he was having issues with whatever in life, right? He's getting, kind of sounded like he was depressed or going through something. But, like, right. just the, the phone call with you and, like, talking through a bunch of stuff, it's like it seemed like it was good therapy, right? And, like... It's awesome for you to be reaching out to people in that way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Rather than just entertainment. Like, I know these podcasts can are supposed to be for fun and whatever. But, I mean, for a lot of people, like, it helps, right? Some of y'all are interested. <laughs> yeah, I post my little stuff and my little picture. But I'm paying attention to what y'all post and what y'all say and your responses. And I go to your pages. I look. Some of y'all are interesting. So I'm like, I'm about to start cold calling some people, <laughs> asking for their phone number. Like, I want to talk to you. You seem interesting to me. And again, feels, and he said it did help. So that's cool. That's awesome. Right. I can see that. Yeah. Hella sleazy. <laughs> it's, it feels like a pickup line. It, it really does. Like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to say, I'm going to talk to him for a, a podcast and then I'm just going <gasps> to. Well, just, I mean, it might it might seem out. more like that to you because you're a girl, right? So you you probably experience a lot that a lot more with sleazy dudes trying to pick you up and shit like that all the time. It's true. But I mean, true. we don't get that as much, so maybe we're not <laughs> our backs up against the wall as much when, with that kind of thing. So it's a great way to connect because you never know who you're gonna meet. Like it's like that guy you were talking to about just giving him advice on what to do with filmmaking and stuff. It's I've discovered horror fans are really interesting and I'm not just talking about as far as the movies and the movies we like but really the individual who is attracted to horror movies is very interesting to me really because everybody's story is different in a way that fascinates me and I'm going to get to hear yours today. <laughs> I'm very excited. Well, the thing about that is, like, I've I've read a lot of different studies saying that, like, horror fans are some of the most intelligent and, and well-adjusted people. Like, people that like trash movies are actually a little more intelligent than the average person, which is kind of weird to me, but I, 
I'll take it. <laughs> I guess it makes sense because if you're watching something like Troma, and you're like, oh my God, I love Troma. If you're a person that watches that in passing, you'll be like, what in the hell are you talking about? Troma is disgusting and weird. <laughs> but also, you got to be smart because I don't know if it's nuance. I don't know what it is. But you're looking for something underneath it all. Not just the trash, the gore, the foolishness of it all. There's something else. Yeah. And that's what you're enjoying is the something else. Absolutely. And I think that's what people probably don't get. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't read between the lines when it comes to movies and stuff, right? They just basically take it at face value, whereas a lot of horror fans will try to, like you said, dig dig deeper. Right. Because when we're interested, we're like, I want to see everything else this person has made, even if it's not horror. Do they have a weird album out that they put out in college? I want to hear that. We will dig through their garbage. Like, we want to know all of <laughs> yeah. it. So it's kind of scary. <laughs> so, what was the first movie that turned you into a diehard horror fan? Hey, that's, that's a tough question. I mean, I've been watching them since I was like four, so... Uh... I wouldn't say when I got converted. Uh, Hmm. I'd probably say it was one of the Jason or Freddy movies. And if anything, it was probably Jason Takes Manhattan. Like, we want to know the person. Like, who is this person who came up with this thing that I love? Ooh, I just watched that on TV, like, literally. (laughs) And it's so terrible, too. Like, it's one of the worst in the series. But, like, the older I get, I start to realize, I don't give a shit how terrible it is. This is hilarious. I love it. Right. I realize that's probably the one I've seen the least. The rest of them I've seen over and over. Like, that one, and then I think it's New Beginning. I've seen the least, even though I love New Beginning the most because that's my favorite Jason. Roy? Or just the look of him? Yeah, that's the way he looks. That's my favorite oh. one. He's the, <laughs> He's the one with the coveralls, right? He's the one that's new yeah, blood. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's so many decaying. And you can, like, see his ribs and his spine. Oh, no. Oh, you're talking about uh, New Blood. I need to be standing in front of the movie <laughs> so I can tell you, like, the subtitle. While the, yeah, like you said, there's a million of them. So it's it's easy to mix right. them up. And they all came on last week on TV. I watched them all back-to-back like I'd never seen them before because I don't know. I miss commercials. I don't know. <laughs> what I did miss was all the stuff they cut out to make it, to put it on TV. That was pretty annoying. Forgot about yeah, that. but there's something quaint about that sometimes. It brings me back to the old days. For sure. That's why I do it, because it just... Because, I mean, I've seen all these it, movies it a million times, uh, but, right. yeah, to be able to see it the way I originally seen it on TV way back in the day, like, all For uncut, sure. and I can watch that whenever. I'll just throw the Blu-ray in, right? Something quaint oh, yeah. about that. I was talking about this with Chris the other day. Oh, yeah. That's the nostalgia of it. When you see it on TV, and then you've got, like, 15 minutes of it to go, and you've seen it a million times already, but you're going to watch that last 15 yeah. minutes, because that's just part, that's the nostalgia of it. And this is, like, early 80s, Absolutely. right? There's no channel guy. There was no you. You could go your whole life. Yeah, <laughs> what it was. Work. You know how many movies I still have that I'm like, what the fuck is that movie? And I hunted. I actually discovered movies because I was looking for a certain. The movie ended up being uh, witchery um, movie with uh, David Hasselhoff, and uh, 
yeah, and I was looking for that fucking movie for like almost two decades. And I would scroll yeah. all the forums and ask questions and nobody could ever find out what I was talking about from these two scenes that I had seen on TV when I was a kid that haunted me. And through that, in mm-hmm. trying to find it, I dig through the video stores and I ended up finding stuff like Suspiria and other cool witch movies, just trying to find that one, right? Mm-hmm. So kind yeah. of a cool journey. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm the same way. I just wrote down what I remember about it so I don't forget that little bit. So if I ever happen to see it again, because I have no idea what the titles are. I don't know the people's names who were in it. I just remember yeah, moments. Yeah. And I just hope at some point of just sifting and watching the randomest movies that I'll find it. Because what else can I well, do? Well, that's the that's the kind of cool thing about like, um, I think Shout has it. Because uh, there's a Shout has a streaming channel. Um and they show their movies and their TV shows and whatever they have. But on their streaming service, which is like a Netflix, uh, they have one part or two different channels on there, which are kind of like just TV channels where they have a programmed where they're playing movie after movie with commercials and features and stuff in between. And it just plays on a loop. So you can just jump in whenever you want, where it's like live TV. Right. And that's the beauty right. of it, because we, we kind of lose that with uh, with streaming. Is like back in the day, right. um, we would turn on TV and be halfway through a movie like we were talking about. And it's something cool happens. You're like, oh, what the hell is this? And you just stick with it and just watch it. And then you end up loving the movie right. and then come back to it later and discover it. It's one of your favorites and whatever. But now with movies, it's mm-hmm. unlike on streaming, especially like Netflix and stuff, there's such a, a glut of uh, movies out there that like you have. It's endless. So people right. don't have the patience anymore. It's like channel surfing or where like they'll, they'll read the synopsis of a movie. They'll start it. And if it doesn't grab them in that first 10, 15 minutes, I guess screw it. It's free anyway. So I'll move on to the next one. Turn it off. Move on to the next. Oh. Meanwhile, if you get past that first 20 minutes, it could be something you absolutely love. You just have to have the patience to get there. But right, we lose that, right? Oh, yeah. And, you know, I have people that tell me sometimes the synopsis, they're just like, you know, you told the whole story, but then when I don't tell, and by the way, if you've never seen it, I actually didn't tell the whole story. I left the best parts out because I want you to see yeah. it. But anyway, those same people will say, if I leave more out, then they'll say, well, you really didn't tell us anything about it. Can't win for losing. It's just the way it is, I yeah. guess. It's true. People want to know before. It's like, oh, am I going to like this? Is it a good movie? Well, I don't know. You tell me. You have to watch it. I'm not you. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like when I throw up my little blurbs about movies on my uh, Instagram, it's like I'm not reviewing them because a real review is like paragraphs long, pages long. But I just put my quick thoughts just so I can keep in mind and remember what I liked about the movie or what I didn't like about the movie. So usually right. it's a personal thought that I just quickly what what I thought about the movie, but I still because I'm putting it out there publicly, I do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like that where it's like fuck, I don't want to say certain things because I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it, right? But right. I also wouldn't mind if they got interested. Like so, you got to be careful with what you say. I'm sorry. We should probably do an introduction right now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might help. It. <laughs> so what's your name and where are you located? Uh, I'm Carlos Ibera. Um, I am in Toronto, Canada. Haha, Toronto, Canada. Excellent. My second Canadian. I'm fascinated by that, but also. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the Toronto's a bit of a, 
Um, it's kind of like Hollywood North. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, you'll yeah. find a lot of us horror freaks up here. That's awesome. And by the way, it cracks me up whenever you buy a movie and you're like, the cover sucks. I'm making a new cover. <laughs> when did you start doing that? I probably 10 years ago or so. I love that. Yeah, like, because it's, it's worse for us up here because uh, it's French Canadian because of Quebec. It's a bilingual country. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of our packaging, it will put the name of the movie on there and then the name of the movie in French right under it. And so even if the artwork's pretty good, It'll have that shitty mm-hmm. uh, French all over, and it just—it's my OCD <laughs> just annoys the piss out of me. So, like, and it, sometimes it makes no sense too because the title's exactly the same in French. It'll say Blade, and then Blade in small underneath it. It's like what? That makes no sense. Right? <laughs> you know, they should know by now. Horror fans like the look. Yeah. We actually care about the art. Like, I'll keep a bad movie because the art was bad. <laughs> so I'm like. At least make like one side English and one side French. Make it nice. Why isn't it exactly? Nice? Some of them you can tell they just took a clip from the movie, slapped it on the oh, cover, slapped the French on it. I'm like, come on, man, that's a good movie. Why y'all make? Why y'all? That? I know that's the worst. But I mean, it goes the other way too. Sometimes you'll get the worst movies, but they have such amazing covers. Oh, I know. I have some of those. I have a little sticky note in there. I'm like. <laughs> Horrible movie, <laughs> horrible. But the cover is so good, I keep it yeah. and to make sure I don't buy it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, for buying it again, that's actually a, an app. I've been meaning to put it on my Instagram so that I can get more people on it. But it's a collection app, and I I, I live and die by this thing. I use it so much. Just it's a mm-hmm. good way to organize your movies for somebody like me that's got OCD, and you can uh-huh. connect with your friends and stuff on there, so you can look at their collections too. But you know how many times this thing has saved me from rebuying movies? Oh, my God. I'll be in the store and like, do I own this? I think I own this. And then pull up the app. Yep, I own it. Okay. I need that app. What is it? Uh, The one I'm using is called uh, My Movies. My Movies. I'm downloading the app. It's so good. If you do, add me to it. Okay. And then um, what else was I going to say? Oh, speaking of calling a movie horrible. Now, I don't want to denigrate anybody. Listen, I'm just a passive watcher, amused by everything. I do not want to call a movie somebody slaved over and labored, and it's like their dream come true, because that's kind of how I look at it. It's um, all movies are somebody's dream at some point. And I don't want to say something is horrible, because just because I don't like it doesn't mean somebody doesn't like it. I just figure... Because you'll notice on my um, my post, I'll put, it was not made for me. So it's a one watch for me. I don't like to say this is trash. This is complete garbage. And anybody else can do what they want. I want people to watch the movie. Even if I didn't like it, I want everybody to watch it and decide for themselves. I don't want movie makers to not get the opportunity to have people watch their movie because I opened my fat mouth and said something. <laughs> now a whole bunch yeah. of people aren't going to yeah. watch it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, like, that's a problem with criticism and critics in general since the beginning of time, right? It's kind of hard to avoid. You're going to get it. But it does suck because, yeah, like, not only can certain critics drive people away from movies, but, I mean, the the, the movie maker themselves can look up and see, hey, well, what's so-and-so saying about my movie? Oh, all these people hate me. (laughs) And so... 
kind of right. sucks, right? Right. So I'll say I really did not like this movie, but you guys watch it and tell me what you thought. I don't know. Maybe I need to watch it again. Maybe I was in a bad mood. I don't know. I want to give it the benefit of the doubt. And I just think it's just not that serious. I don't want to drive away people's potential audience because I said something dumb. Yeah. This is the number one place for macabre cults, classics, and horrors. For synopsis, reviews, and news, go to macabre.com. Thank you for listening. Signing out until the next one.